This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley. Our guest on the show today is Tina Lifford, better known to many of us as Queen Sugar's Aunt Vi. Tina Lifford has written a book and is bringing her health and wellness tour to Atlanta, Saturday, September 14th. Aunt Vi, hey. Hey, it's so nice to be with you. <laughs> so Aunt Vi was trending this week after the current episode. How about yes. that? How about you? Yeah, it's uh, it was really something. The memes were hysterical and uh, heartfelt. It was, it's really something. Let's just start first, Tina. Just tell us about the experience it has been for you working on this remarkable project on OWN. Yeah, you know, um, it is an honor to be a part of this show and it is never lost on me just how many pieces had to come together to make this happen going starting with Oprah Winfrey having to um, you know put in the decades that she put in to be in a position to own a network you know and then her relationship with Ava DuVernay that I believe was um, ignited during the Selma, uh, the making of Selma. And that relationship and that trust between them allowed Oprah to turn to Ava and say, I, I have this book called Queen Sugar. I want you to take a look at it and see if there is a series there. And I know that if Oprah weren't in the position to green light, you know, this series on her network, this gem of storytelling, this incredible look into our culture that is so rich and honest and reflective of who we are, it would not be on television. And now that it is critically acclaimed across the board, we will see ourselves in other iterations. So I take being a part of Queen Sugar so, um, uh, you know, um, responsibly, you know, uh, I show up to do my best because it has opened doors that I believe um, are a mark, a, a point of demarcation for how we are seeing uh, our culture is represented in television. Take me back to how you got the role. <laughs> so I am told um, that they had been looking for Aunt Vi for a while and hadn't found that um, combination of energy and um, and just whatever it was that Ava was looking for. Uh, I know that Aunt Vi uh, is a love letter to Ava's mom, whom she loves dearly. I also heard, and I don't know, uh, I haven't had this confirmed, but I heard that originally the role was sort of written for Oprah, but Oprah was unavailable, and uh, she had already started on Greenleaf before uh, Queen Sugar was ready. So they came to Tina Lifford like way down the line, but or way down the list, but uh, 
When I did a chemistry read with Omar J. Dorsey, who plays my Hollywood uh, on the show. Who is from Decatur, Georgia, by the way. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is in love with the ATL, no question about it. <laughs> and um, when I when I walked out of that um, audition, that chemistry read, I'm told that Omar, who is friends with Ava, called Ava immediately and said that the energy was just so good between us. And then when Ava... Uh, and then uh, subsequently Oprah saw the chemistry read. It was undeniable. And that's how I got my role. I will tell you, I will tell you that on the day that, uh, the day of the chemistry read, I showed up at Warner Brothers and it was all very odd because you, I have never auditioned uh, on a Saturday and it was a Saturday. And I am the only person there, so I don't know the story that you know they are bringing me back, and I'm the only one they're bringing back. I don't know anything about that, and I didn't know Omar at the time, so I didn't know his work. And I looked up and I saw this hunk of chocolate lumbering down the hallway, and I said, "Oh." This will be easy. <laughs> <laughs> and as we say, the rest is cinematic history because yes, it is. what they saw in that audition, on uh, that chemistry read, uh, we've certainly seen now for, what are we in our fourth season? Fourth season, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. Going to our fifth. Mm-hmm. And we are all very, very happy about that. And the standard that has been set, and as you've already said, Tina, the other doors and opportunities for us to see more people like us and the people we know. Yeah, yeah. In those stories on television, which is yeah. really, really great. I want you to tell me, though, about this tour that you've got coming up uh, Saturday here in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, I am so thrilled um, to be bringing the Inner Fitness Outer Beauty day tour to Atlanta and I'm literally like rubbing my hands right this moment because um, this is my love letter to women in their second and third acts everyone is invited every person would will get something from it but it's my intention to in a very fun full of energy uplifting way for us to begin to sort of take home some of the tools uh, that allow us to live our lives more fully, be fully alive and thrive in our lives. And we haven't been told that there truly are things that we need to learn, ways in which we need to be with ourselves that allow us to you know, let go of the past, move beyond whatever those limitations are that sort of sunk into our life because of some event or, you know, hurt, drama, trauma, whatever. And the Inner Fitness Outer Beauty Tour is going to be a day. Uh, we'll start We'll start at 10 o'clock. The doors open at 9. And we will finish uh, probably 3 o'clock. And in that period of time, we are going to set powerful intentions. I mean, 
walk you through the five things that you need to know when it comes to setting an intention for your life. And then um, really understand how to make sure that that thing that can get in your way, that secret or that, you know, negative self-talk that is so um, habitual at this point that you don't even think you can get around it. We're going to show you a way to get around it. I'm going to teach you right there, standing up in front of your seat, an amazing um, little song and dance that is so freeing and the words that will be living in your head uh, will walk with you and can walk with you in a powerful way for the rest of your life. And then we're going to have um, three a three-panel, uh, a three-person panel on sexuality and sort of disrupt some of the old concepts around sex and sexuality, you know, um, and then a way of dropping into yourself to center yourself that you can begin to use over and over and over again. And then we're going to bring out my stylist. And if you don't follow me on Instagram at Tina Lifford, you should, because I work with Jay Bolin and he is hands down one of the best stylists out there. He is a, a energy and person to watch. And he is going to be on my stage uh, showing us uh, his tips around how we can always sort of dress our spirit, own our style, and love our bodies. And we'll be taking three people, different sizes, doing a one-outfit fashion show and talking about how you can slay anything as long as you know the tips that are right for you and your body. So I don't know what else to tell you because just that sounds so um, um, fulfilling and informative and expanding to me. Indeed it does. And the (laughs) easy way for people to register to be at this event on Saturday is simply to go to your website, tinalifford.com, right? That's exactly right. So, Tina, tell me, how long did it take you to arrive at this clarity such that you're in a position to teach us how to, to get there with you? Yeah. You know, um, I'm going to say that this has been unfolding in me my entire life. I am an old soul. I was called that uh, very, very young. I was referred to as that very, very young. Um, but more importantly, I, I, I remember literally sitting at my desk in the second grade, scrunched to one side so that my invisible friend could sit next to me, and that friend's name was God. And I always have felt that there was more of me to be accessed. And when I had a really um, debilitating experience of stage fright in the fifth grade, so bad that they literally had to come to center uh, stage and pick me up and carry me off the stage. That was that that event sort of distorted my sense of myself and my 
the possibility of me doing the only thing I've ever wanted to do, which was being a successful actress, adding value to the projects that I'm a part of. And so it was that and some um, personal family experiences that I talk about in my book, The Little Book of Big Lies, that I became committed to unraveling. And I, I used to say all the time, you know, in, in an infinite universe where I believe we are not here to suffer, we are here to thrive, there must be a way to move beyond the hurts, anxiety, fear, drama, traumas that crash into our lives. And that idea that there must be a way that burning, churning, yearning has absolutely guided my path. And because I didn't have a, a resource that sort of helped me to clearly understand and see the things that I needed to do inside of me to disrupt those old patterns and ways of thinking that I didn't even see, I became committed to making sure that I go through the door first so that I can turn around and show others how to take back their power, you know, re rewire their reactions and dream a bigger dream. How did you come to inner fitness, outer beauty? Well, the phrase itself, inner fitness, uh, I literally, and again, I'm going to say this because I want everyone who hears me to know that these are not just nice words. This is a, um, it is a action. And it's an action that when you engage in it, you will get results. So the action is when we let uh, our want, our desire become a burning, yearning, churning, experience inside of us where we literally just want to know the answer and we go so far as to what I now do because I so know that the energy just the energy of truly with an open heart and that sense of there must be a way in this infinite universe that mindset that open-hearted asking actually leads us to the people, the experiences, the books. You'll turn on the TV and hear something that you need to hear. You will pick up the phone and someone will be saying something that directs you in the very direction you need to go. We all have had these experiences, but what, what, what I am asking you to consider is that not only are these periodic experiences, this is principle. There is a definite correlation between asking for what you want with a yearning, burning, churning heart and your ask, your wanting to know in this intelligent universe is heard. It is heard and acted upon and we are cared about and guided and held. And we really can, with practice, 
with practice, we can begin to believe that we are connected to something that does want us to thrive and that is constantly trying to help us get to where we want to be. How hard was it for you to find a way to silence the negative voices to get to this level of heightened self-awareness so that you are taking something out of every situation, every conversation, every experience, every encounter? That's a beautiful question because I'm going to first answer it by saying that the moment I realized that that our number one um, purpose here in in this incarnation as human beings is to expand and grow. And the evidence that I put forth about that is that the universe started as just a little prick in time, a little prick. And, you know, science tells us that it has expanded. And as it has expanded, all of this, um, all that we see, you know, was inside of that little tiny prick. And so our DNA and the DNA of the universe is the same. And so to, to decide that your purpose is to grow and then be committed to using every single thing that happens in your life to, uh, to grow you, all of a sudden, the challenging things, the hurtful things, the dramas and the traumas, they become, they get, they get turned into, transformed into purpose. And with that mindset of letting something grow you into your bigger self, it actually mitigates, lessens the, the actual negative impact that we have had up until now. Because without dealing with our hurts and pains more consciously, more proactively, they wind up just being unresolved painful moments that just keep looping inside of us over and over again. But the moment you say, okay, regardless of how this feels, I can grow from this, you take charge and that pain becomes a doorway. And again, I will say that I have landed here because this definitely is part of my journey and I wanted freedom. And I have said for years, God, let me go through doors first so that I can turn around and help others through faster with greater grace and ease. Was that breakthrough what led you to write your book, The Little Book of Big Lies? Yeah. I wrote the, the Little Book of Big Lies because I was compelled to write it. And I, part of the reason that I was so committed to writing the book was because as I was struggling, I used to, you know, um, get prepared for an audition. Like the moment I got the phone call about an audition, I would begin to shake and be nervous and literally shake so bad that putting on my makeup was difficult. And I 
didn't want to suffer like that. And I so wanted a, you know, a, a, a successful career as an actress. And I did not, do not believe that we, that our dreams are meant to die on the vine. And so I didn't have the resource that, that I have hopefully created for others in the little book of big lies. But everything that I have learned, and I'm telling you, I stand in the, in the center of my life a completely different person now. And even when it's challenging, and this is no exaggeration, when it is challenging, I'm having fun because there's so much more that I know now. And so I want that for us all because I believe that as we take ownership, as we take our power back from our secrets and our our hidden pains and drama, fear and anxiety, when we take our power back, when we get to know ourselves, we can be more compassionate with ourselves Therefore, we can be more compassionate in the world. And the more we are turning within, the more we are going to be uh, susceptible to understanding that we all indeed are the same. We are the human community. And when we start to act better towards ourselves, we can act better towards others. Tina, knowing all that you know now, what would you say to that little girl in the fifth grade paralyzed by stage fright on the stage that day? I would say, and so that's such a great question, Candace, because um, I, I, I would say two things. I would say, I know how bad this feels. And I want you to know that this is not who you are. This is what you are experiencing. And if you can just trust that your life is meant to thrive, you can use this very challenge to actually uh, go to uh, go through the door that you most want to go through in your life but you're going to have to trust that this moment can lead you there. Are you living your best life? I I am definitely living my best life. And I have to tell you, it is not because of anything outside of myself. It's what's happening inside of me that allows me to experience the outside in a very healthy and balanced way. I know, you know, that Queen Sugar will come and go and anything else that I do will come and go. But who I am and my ability to design the life I want and attract to me the things that can fulfill my sense of myself and expand me, I have control over that. And that's exciting. Because it actually allows me to be less afraid in my life in general. 
Tina Lifford's book is The Little Book of Big Lies. She is bringing her journey into inner fitness and outer beauty to us here in Atlanta on Saturday the 14th. Tell us again, Miss Tina Aunt Vi. I just like saying that because this is such a <laughs> thrill for me to chat with you. Uh, how we can sign up and get tickets. You've already outlined what an outstanding day it's going to be. Uh, we're going to go to your website, right? Yes, www.tinalifford.com. This has been a real treat for me. Thank you for making it's the time. It's been a treat for me, too. Thank you for your time. Perspectives is a community and public affairs program crafted with you in mind. If there's a guest you'd like to hear interviewed or a perspective you think should be explored, let me know. If you're old school, just write me. 1601 West Peachtree Street, Northeast, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Or message me via social media. I'm Condos Presley on Facebook, Condo29 on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Be sure to listen again next week at this very same time as we examine another perspective.